about stress, you'll find all the best in pre-distressed fest right here at the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest. With over 40 vendors selling countless crossover styles, you'll find the perfect thing for your scene. Metal, thrash, Walmart, high-vis, and everything in between. All in one place. One day only. Unless it's a jacket. If you need a jacket, take your square ass somewhere else. Never pay for fabric you don't need and ditch the sleeves, but save the rest for the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest this Saturday only at SeaTac. Bring a can of PBR, get it half price. It's six o'clock. It's time for the joke workshop here on Mutiny Radio. FM and SF. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We have a very short list. Brian Bailey, Hunet Shakur, Mark Neuer, Sophia Garrow, Pete Ballmer, Lauren Kraut, John Gallagher, Duraj, and Denise Lee, and myself, Pam Benjamin. We're going to be getting started in a little bit, but please enjoy this Johnny Cash until we get a quorum of comedians to start the joke workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm and .sf. Go get your tickets for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Hey, use the promo friend, use the promo pass friend, and get your festival pass for 50% off. And with the festival pass, you can have access to all the amazing workshops and classes that we have happening all week. Also podcasts and amazing things, and all 36 shows happening at venues all over the Bay Area. So get that now. The Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival full pass. Not $150, not a, not a $560 value for $150, nay. Use promo code FRIEND to get it for 50% off. That's $75. Bucks. See all 36 shows. Have access to all of the festival workshops and classes and get a free t-shirt. What a steal. Nothing exists in San Francisco like that. But you can always listen live to all of those workshops and podcasts and many shows at www.mutinyradio.fm, which you might be listening to now. Gonna bring you some comedy in a few minutes. Enjoy Johnny Cash. On your side, you give me cause for love that I can't hide. For you, I know I'd even try to turn the tide because you're mine. I walk the line. I find a darkened corner 
the comedians inside here at Mutiny Radio. Hopefully they'll all come in and we can get started with the joke workshop here at Mutiny Radio. People get five-minute sets uh, at three minutes. We honk them so that they know what that sounds like. And we'll see what happens here today. Oh, that they're all coming in. That's great. That's exciting. Awesome. Fantastic. They're all coming in for the joke workshop. All the comedians, wonderful. Hey, love that Sparks. We were talking about Sparks before you got here. That's interesting. Isn't that weird? Everyone's also been talking about pickleball lately. I've heard it like seven times just in the gestalt. And I saw people playing it, so I'm not sure what's happening there. All right. We made it to the joke workshop. Yay. Uh, If you have burning things you want to tell comedians, there's a microphone up there, and you can... And hey, it's Joke Workshop. I'm excited that we got a room full of guys and they're all going to try out new jokes or do old jokes or do whatever they do, and that's great. Put your hands together for your first comedian, everybody. It's Brian Bailey. Hey, hammer swinger. I see you brought your own hammer, boy, but what else can all them muscles do? All right, we're doing it. I don't know. What was that from? Oh, okay. Very cool. I'm... 25 years old. Um, I don't know. This is good. I know everybody on a first name basis. Okay. Uh, I don't know how to use emojis on Facebook. I don't know if you know you can like react a post with emojis. I don't. I think I have an old version of Facebook on my phone where I can't do that. So all I can do is like post, and usually that's fine. But sometimes it's not appropriate for the situation. Like recently, my aunt Judy died. And my cousin posted about it on Facebook, and my whole family's reacting with like prayer hands and crying faces. And then there's just me being like, thumbs up, you know? It's just not, it's not appropriate for the situation. I don't know. So I thought, I got insecure about it. I'm like, everyone's gonna think I'm happy about my aunt dying. I'll leave a comment instead, something simple like rip Aunt Judy, you know? But my phone also does a thing 
where it'll autocorrect words that aren't misspelled into just words I use more frequently. So instead of commenting Rip and Judy, I commented Rip Cunt Judy. And I think I'm banned from Thanksgiving now. So, you know, you live and you learn. Um, speaking of phones, I think it's weird that cell phone companies still include unlimited text as like a feature in their advertisements. I don't know. It's 20. Who's still limiting text? I don't understand that. Who's. I forget green text bubbles. If you have limited text, we can't be together. I don't think we can be friends. I don't, it just feels like such a beta move to have limited text, you know? Imagine talking to your friend the next day, being like, hey, why didn't you text me back last night? He's like, sorry, Daddy T-Mobile said that I wasn't allowed. All right, not, not that one. <laughs> uh, I recently learned that I live in the hood. I didn't know that. Uh, I live in Bayview. I've been there for like a year now. I didn't realize it was the hood when I moved there. I thought it was just a diverse neighborhood. I am the diversity there, turns out. I'm the only white guy on my block. But I grew up in the East Bay. I have a lot of friends from the real hood. And they were, he was like, I'll let you know if you actually live in the hood. Just answer these questions. He goes, number one, the liquor store down the street from you. Do they sell Lucy's? Okay, white translation, individual cigarettes. And I was like, they do. And he's like, point hood. That's a point for the hood right there. And he goes, is there a store that sells both cell phones and knives? And I was like, there is. How did you know that? That's crazy. There is. And then he goes, where's that store in your neighborhood? And this is true. I was like, right next to Gold Teeth USA. And he was done asking questions after that. I am <laughs> certified in the hood. So that's cool. Um, yeah, hell yeah, dude. Uh, another thing about my neighborhood, uh, the store, the corner store, they I don't know if this is like a relatable thing to people. They keep the condoms behind the counter. So you have to, you can't like go out and pick them up. You have to ask for them. And I had to get condoms late night once, you know, as you do. And I went there and I told the guy, I'm like, look, I'm in a rush. I have someone waiting on me. Just give me condoms. Any brand will do. And he comes back with Magnum condoms. So I have to be like, okay. Any brand except for those. <laughs> I don't know if he was testing me, if he was like, trying to embarrass me, like any brand. Okay, dude. Either that or he was hitting on me. I'm not sure. One of the two. I went to Planned Parenthood for the first time recently. That was cool. Uh, Planned Parenthood's nice. One thing about Planned Parenthood I didn't know, they don't like it when you call it the abortion store. Did you guys know that? I thought it was funny, I thought it was catchy. The lady got mad at me, she goes, we do other things. And I was like, yeah, well, McDonald's has salads, but we all know why we're here, you know? Okay, that's it for me, thanks so much, bye. Yay, for the abortion store, and Brian Bailey, hooray. All right, your next comedian, clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Hune Chakur, yay. <laughs> Breathing. This steel driver's muscle, I Thank you. Uh, I know it doesn't look like it, but my last name is Shakur. And growing up, I was overweight, so kids used to call me Two Plate Shakur. It was, it was, it was mean. Um, I don't know if you've seen this on Facebook. It'll sometimes notify you and say you have a memory from 15 years ago. Do you want to see it? No, never. Um, but one day I was curious. I was like, let me see what 13-year-old me had to say 15 years ago today. Pulled it up 13 years ago. 
I posted, for real, for real, I fuck with big booty bitches. And I could have posted that yesterday. I was like, 13-year-old me had a good sense of identity. Um, I can tell how far from the city I'm getting based on the type of comments I get. Like, if I get too far north, a cashier at Walgreens will look at me and be like, hey, I recently watched Life of Pi. And I'll be like, oh, that's crazy because I recently watched Forrest Gump, you know. Um, I w was dating this girl. That's a lie. I went on three dates with this girl. And then I was like, hey, I'm going to go to Hawaii for a week. And then she said, oh, I don't think I can go to Hawaii for a week. I can't get time off work. I was like, that's cool because I didn't invite you. <laughs> and then... She said, my grandpa's always wanted to go to Hawaii, but he died. And I was like, that, I've heard that happens to grandpas. And then she said, can you take his ashes with you to Hawaii and spread them in Hawaii? And I was like, this is a weird request for a fourth date, you know, because we don't even share the same glass of water yet. And it's weird to put your grandpa's ashes in my hands. Um, honestly, we could probably take him to Santa Cruz. He's never been to Hawaii, so I don't think he's going to know the difference. You know, the ocean is the same. Um, but I did do it. It's not the weirdest thing I've ever done to get laid. Uh, I did have to empty the ashes at TSA pre, but you know, she doesn't have to know that. Um, I've been examining my dating history. I realized I date a, most of the girls I've ever dated have been biracial. And I think it's because I'm indecisive. Um, that's it. That's all I have for that one. Um, I was, uh, taking Bart home one day and a guy jumped on the Bart car and he was like, Nobody move, nobody gets hurt, I'm robbing the car. And I look around to get a temperature of the car, and I realize this is a bad day for me. I forgot in my headphones because I was the only one that looked up and heard him. Like, it's weird to be the only person listening to a robbery. Um, but then he just got, he just sat down, and I was like, I've never been robbed before, but I think he was doing it wrong. A couple of stops goes by, and then he's like, I'm either going to smoke weed or I'm going to get violent. And then he pulls out a blunt. I was like, oh, thank God, you know, because I thought he wanted my weed. Um, a couple more stops goes by, and then he's like, you know, I think I'm going to get violent. And I was like, whoa, whoa, man, that's not the deal I just heard you make with yourself. I saw you smoke that blunt. Uh, can't go back on your word. Um, uh, another BART story. I was at the BART station, and I saw a guy in a wheelchair hit another guy with a metal pole. And a cop also watched the whole thing and then walked over. I was like, hey, don't do that. And I was curious, so I walked up to the cop. I was like, what's that all about? And then he said, well, because he's in a wheelchair for me to arrest him, I have to get a special car. I have to get a special jail cell. I have to call a lawyer. It's a real hassle for me. And I was like, that's great information, you know? Does it apply to crutches as well? Um, I know uh, there's been a famous comedian in the news for making up stories and he happens to be Indian and I don't know why people think that's a good opening uh, conversation starter for me um, but you know every time I have the same response whenever anyone asks me about Hassan Minaj I'm like I stick to what I believe and I think that Indian comedians have always been inferior to Pakistani comedians alright thank you Keep your hands clapping for Hunay Shakur. Yay. That was lovely. 
Uh, hey, we're moving along the list and we're moving fast. We're all going to get out of here early tonight. Uh, your next comedian runs a bunch of shows with Hella Funny. You can see him every Friday and Saturday at Maze and every Sunday at Mission Cannabis. Put your hands together for Mark Neuer. Town, son, leave your guns at home, Bill. Don't take your guns to town. Uh, shout out to the music choice tonight, dude. Uh, dude, I realize that the universe is never going to like give me money. I'm not going to, I'm never going to hit the lottery. Uh, cause like the universe knows, like I know, like as soon as I get money, I'm going to relapse and die. So like, I'm can't do it. Right. Can't do it. Or like if I, if I ever hit the lottery, like before I, before I get the Coke, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get Chinese food. Right. As soon as I get my, I'm going to get Chinese food. I'm going to get Chinese food from Jack in the box. Okay. Right. That's why I'll never, ever be wealthy. That's why I'm never going to make money. Never. It's never going to happen. Okay. I'm a fucking fat fuck, dude. I am, dude. And I know I'm a fat fuck because I get absolutely stoked of the new flavors of Tums. Okay. I mean, fucking jazzed. All right. Ecstatic over the new flavors of Tums. All right. Did you know the new chewable cherries were coming out? The new chewable cherry Tums? Did you know that? No? Do you know who did? Fucking <laughs> me, dude. Fucking dude. I'm on the email list, all right? I get the two-for-one coupons. You can't go wrong, all right? I fucking... I love Tums. When I found the new chewable watermelon Tums, the chewable cherries, I fucked it up. The new chewable cherry Tums are coming out. I'm trying to change it from watermelon to cherry, okay? Fuck you. I was just talking to myself through you. God bless you. Uh, the new chewable cherries are coming. I went straight to the CVS on seventh and market with a tent and a hot plate, uh, three days in advance, just blending in, right. Just hanging out, just hanging out. There was a lot of tents and a lot of hot plates, uh, but I was the only one in line and I was there and I was there for three days in advance. Like the new sneaker was coming out. Okay. Like the new sneaker, the new, the new Nike sneaker, $350. Did you know that $350 fucking dollars is bonkers? Cause you go to sixth and market and buy the same pair of shoes, brand new. Out of the box, no creases for $3.50. Okay? And the, you, per shoe, because they sell it per shoe over there on 6th and Market. Thanks, Pam. I'm going to kill myself. Um, let's see. Uh, I, 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 I strongly recommend people get off Adderall. Um, and I don't know how I'm going to lace this into a joke, but this is, the, the, this is how I'm trying to lace this new part into an old joke. So... I really strongly advise people to get off Adderall. I was on Adderall. You got to get off Adderall. You got to do it. It's, it's, and let me tell you why. Because I, okay, I, I think I'm just really happy that my dad's not the president, right? Do you see where I'm going? You got to get off the drugs, right? Because because if my dad, because I was on drugs and my, if, if, and no one gave a fuck, okay? No one gave a fuck that I was on drugs. I'm so happy because... The president of the United States son has got in trouble for fucking whores and smoking crack and doing drugs and recording it, putting it on the internet, right? I, I did the same fucking thing. No one gave a fuck, okay? I was eating 90 milligrams of Adderall for breakfast, bitch, okay? Jerking off with my legs in the air, wearing panties and recording it, trying to come on my face, okay? Not, not pan on my, I was wearing panties on my face like a mask, okay? Fucking jerking off, trying to fucking just shoot it in my mouth, and I recorded it and sent it to another person on the internet, okay? It's out there. No one gives a fuck, all right? I'm just so blessed my dad isn't the president of the United States. Okay, could you imagine? I'm so happy my dad is, is just a fucking truck driver, okay? I'm, could you imagine 
that interview. Could you imagine it? Mr. Neuer, please come down from your fucking big rig. Come Did you hear about the allegations about your son and smoking meth and fucking prostitutes? What are your thoughts on this? Well, that's how I fucking raised them. We don't need that. That doesn't need to happen, okay? That doesn't need to fucking happen. Speaking of the President of the United State, uh, States, there's a new uh, election coming up, and there's a, it's really interesting because I was thinking of the coolest way to kill yourself, and then I, I saw that, the, that uh, there's a new um, Kennedy running for president, and it hit me that that's got to be the coolest way to fucking kill yourself um, is to run for presidency, get ele- win and get elected, and then get shot in the head three times from one angle, okay? It's got to be the coolest way to fucking kill yourself. Right? God bless, dude. Fucking talk about political suicide, dude. (laughs) That's the new political suicide Spencer gave me that. Bless his soul. And we'll just finish it with this fucking dude. Isn't isn't there like a a family memo with the Kennedys? Like, by the keys? Like, hey, by the way, the U.S. government, I don't know, doesn't fucking like us. You know? Hey, ah! You know? What what does RFK Jr. stand for? A retarded fucking Kennedy Jr.? Jesus Christ. Thank you. Mark Neuer can see the future. RFK Jr. is going to be shot in the head. Like, we didn't know that? Come on. Right? Like, all of the... I liked your political set there, Mark. Uh, Your next comedian, he hosted the punchline last night. Put your hands together for Pete Palmer. Ring of fire. And it burns, burns, burns. The ring... All right, cool. The ring? Okay. (laughs) He's fucking blue balling me. All right. Uh, did you guys know that Ikea doesn't have plungers? Yeah. This is, I was at Ikea. I, I was getting like a bunch of stuff, but then a plunger. I was like, oh, here, I'll get a plunger. And then they didn't have plungers. And like, I'm not typically that patriotic, but I was like, oh, these Swedes think they're so much fucking better than us that they can't even conceive that you would clog a toilet. They're just like, oh, we will have the pickled herring and the onions, and then why would you ever have this problem? That's 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 more German, I guess. I need to work on that. Um, but yeah, it's they have so many different toilet brushes. They're like, oh, your shits are gonna be clean. I should have a Swedish voice that I do for this. Okay, uh, cool. I um, I hate that you can't. Um, I know TSA. TSA hasn't. Airport security hasn't done anything in a long time. You guys know that there's been zero attempted hijacking since 9/11. Just, just flat zero. It doesn't seem like we could scale back the security just a little bit. Like there's so many people. It's like the Tower of London guards. They're not doing anything, and we need security some places. But I think like you could reduce the security depending on where you're going. You know. Like, New York to D.C., we should have security there. But, like, if you're going to go fly from Bloomington, Indiana to Tulsa, Oklahoma, maybe you can keep your shoes on, you know? Like, we don't need... It's, like, if it, it's... it's No one's going to try to do that. If you're... If, let them keep the liquids, right? Like, if you're dumb enough to try to bomb to, like, take out the eighth most highest agriculture state then you don't know how to make a bomb out of a half drank mountain dew right okay cool uh i don't like that you can't eat during serious conversations 
I don't like that. That's inappropriate. Like you, you can't like when if someone if you're if you're having like lunch with someone and they're like, oh, I got some bad news today. You're supposed to put your fork down and be like, oh, what happened? You can't be like, oh yeah, it was just about the hospital visit or was was the problem? Because um, people want you to be like emotionally matching them you like if they're like oh we're gonna have we're talking about a sad thing now because i'm sad they don't want you to be in a like enjoying spicy mustard mood you know i had one time specifically um i'm very impatient so i, I don't like i'm very impatient anyone else impatient slow all right okay that's you see what i did there okay cool um I, there was one time i was uh i was with some friends and we just like smoked weed and we got jack in the box and um uh, we were st it was a, and like our friend was going to go Uber, like take a cab somewhere. Uh, this is like a while ago. So we we're still doing cabs and she, uh, and so we were, we were about to have the Jack in the box. And then our friend comes back in to the apartment and was like, Oh my God, you guys, something really terrible happened. Like the cab driver just like said a bunch of really sexually suggestive things to me and like made me feel so uncomfortable. And so then we all had to be like, and you know, at that moment early on, we're like, you know, fuck the Jack in the box. This is, we're here for you. So we're not eating and we're just like, tell us what happened, you know, and she's letting us know and it's terrible and we're so in support of her. And then, and then like, and then like seven minutes passes and you're like, maybe I could, like I could probably have a tater tot, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, the cheese, the cheese really does get a lot worse when you're at room temperature. So you're like, oh, fuck. And then you kind of like lean forward and you grab one and you're like, oh, that's, I can't believe someone would, would do such a thing to you. Um, yeah. And then, and, and, and then, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. There's a lot of, a lot of promise with that one. <laughs> Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Volunteered and forgot the white men. Who knew Pete Ballmer had an eating disorder? Yeah, we're in an eating disorder rock block. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yeah. Eating disorder rock There's block. Eating disorder, yay. My doctor, my doctor told me that I'm anorexic. Like I don't already have enough on my plate. Ah, eating disorder joke. Here's another part. I wrote a poem, it's called My Body Image. My body image, it's not right. I struggle with it day and night. You're fat, you're fat, you know you are. Now go throw up into that jar and don't come back until you're thin and under doors you can slip in. I wrote that, thank you. This is my ideal weight though. On Although she is a little fat at the bottom, I don't know. All right, I got new shit, new stuff. Um, oh, that's okay, thank you. Uh, I'll tell you a little secret about myself. I have at home a wicker basket and in it are the names of people and pets I have known and loved who have died. Clarence, yes. <laughs> Pam is witness to it. Totally not creepy at all. We pulled out Clarence the other day, which was my uh, two previous cats ago, dead cat, uh, Angel, and then we looked at Angel cards. But that, anyway, that's not the joke. But uh, 
Um, what happened? Uh, basket. basket, names, pulling them out. Oh, and I, I pulled the name out, thank you. And I say that, that name, before, and I conjure up the person before me, and I say to them, hello, dead person that I have loved. What do you want me to know? And yes, my therapist knows about this, and if she's not worried, then you shouldn't be either. All right. Um, I don't think it's hurting anyone, though, because maybe I'm inconveniencing a few dead people who have something better to do on a Sunday afternoon. I don't know, but I can tell you one person who would be upset, and that would be my paternal grandmother, Rose Kraut, Mrs. Rose Kraut, not to be confused with my great aunt, Miss Rose Kraut, who detested Mrs. Rose Kraut because... Mrs. Rose married Miss Rose's brother, and no one was going to be good enough for Lawrence. After you, Rose. No, after you, Rose. But Grandma Rose, Mrs. Rose Kraut, she would have been upset. I don't think she would have want me conjuring her up when she could be home, you know, whatever they're doing in the great beyond, sipping pina coladas and playing mahjong. I don't know. But um, she'd probably say, you're, you're freaking me out, Lauren. <laughs> I thought being dead was going to be relaxing. <laughs> you're stressing me out. <laughs> oh, fuck, she's here. <laughs> she gets around, my grandmother. There's, there's, what? What? Funny ghost. Funny ghost. This place is haunted, isn't it? It's my grandmother, little Mrs. Rose Grout. Um, shit, there's more to that joke, and I don't remember, so fuck that. So, all right. How do you know when you've died? Speaking of dead people, do you get a, a reverse wake-up call and says, don't get up anymore, you're dead now? I want to know. I mean, do you, is there a like white light and an angel that comes to escort you to your nearest exit? And your table for one, but I don't have a reservation. Oh yes, you do. Walk this way. If I could walk that way, I wouldn't need the talcum. Anybody know that's Grasher Marks? Yes. No. Don't. Did you know that was Grasher Marks? Go for your homework. Go look up the Marx Brothers. Okay, thank you. And anybody else that doesn't know, Pete, did you know Marx Brothers? Okay, did you know that was a Groucho? Oh, okay. He, he talked like this. He had a cigar and he walked like this. That's the nastiest moment I ever had. All right, Jewish humor, Jewish comedians. All right, I, want, I probably have to go, but I want to take this opportunity to say that my roommate in college, Lynn, was right. Joni Mitchell is a god. Thank you. She is in, in wonderful, and I love her, and I didn't think so then, but I do now, and I want you to tell Lynn, if you see her from Yukon, circa 1974 to 78, that I'm sorry I didn't believe her, and she's right, and if you also, can, if you do see her, tell her that I said, I'm sorry about Gus coming over that night, it's just not my fault. I'd never seen an erect penis before. 
I didn't mean to get her in trouble with her parents, and but um, if you see Lynn from Yukon, circa 1974 to 78, please tell her two I'm sorry's. And if you see Gus from Yukon, circa 74 to 78, tell him I said piss off. <laughs> All right, thank you. Join them in a song. Laura Kraut. Go see her host a full week at the Punchline the first week of October, and then she'll be at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival the following week. And she's going to be in San Diego this weekend doing comedy, so that's amazing. She's Lauren Kraut. Yay! All right, your next comedian, another one of my favorite on the scene. Put your hands together for John Gallagher. Yay! Now I remember... Yeah, thank you. I, uh, what's it? Uh, what's it? Mark was talking about Hunter Biden. You know, a lot of, you, he, he takes pictures of him having sex with, like, prostitutes or having sex with prostitutes and smoking crack. The weirdest thing he's done is, did you guys see he was measuring his dick with Skittles? That was... That. It's like, how much crack do you need to, like, to measure with that? Like, why? <laughs> yeah, like, what's, what's the... When somebody asks how big your dick is, do you go, okay, how many Skittles... How many, what, how many Skittles is it? I don't know. Like, that's not the first candy you go to. You can go Milky Way, maybe. Snickers. Like, the more, the cock-shaped candies. Right? You know, it's even fun size, even in the name. You don't go to the tiniest candy from, it's like, yeah, 25. Like, yeah, like, if you wanted to go in, you know, smaller candies to max my size, it's like, yeah, my penis is 30,000 nerds. Like, that's like, it's like, Damn, your cock's huge, dude. It's like, why? Yeah, I thought that was the funniest thing, just him just outlining Skittles and sending it to people. It was dope. Um, I uh, I used to live in Oakland with a, a married couple. Have you guys ever lived with married couples before? Is it just, it's not something I'm thinking about as I'm getting married. It's fucking, it was crazy. And I was actually not just one. I had, was in between two. And that was uh, a really insane thing to do. My room was actually in the middle of them, too. And uh, so when you're doing that, uh, it's kind of like playing the game called uh, Are You Interrupting Fucking or Fighting? Because that's all you're doing all the time. Uh, only rule of that game is just don't get caught in the kitchen at, at any time because you could die. That is the scariest thing. It's the scariest thing you could do. You're interrupting something very horny or dangerous, and that's what you're doing. Uh, I didn't bring no. There we go. I um I, I I probably missed this somewhere, but somebody somebody brought up the fact that the Hassan Minaj thing happened, like when Steve Ranazizi lied about being a 9/11. Right? People brought this up. I feel like everybody should have because <laughs> it's like he like he lied about his his child being hit with anthrax. Weird, sure, but he didn't lie about being in 9/11, <laughs> which is way more psychotic. <laughs> You're just like taking, like, yeah, and, and if you guys don't know, it's like, yeah, there's a guy who's on the league. He, he lied about being in surviving 9-11, which should get you in way more trouble than some random thing for a joke premise, you know? And, like, just be, and the fact that, like, there's a New York Times article that's like, do you lie? And it's like, yeah, people, people, comedians have said that people have confronted them about jokes for years or told them that they're funny. When this is clearly not true, you know? These things are never the case. These are all false premises. Somebody told me I was funny once. Like, no, they didn't. You went home and cried. <laughs> that didn't happen. And then this guy said this, and I was like, no, I'm a freedom of information warrior or whatever the fuck. You know, it's like, no. Nobody did that. Nobody ever did that. Not even once. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, 
I like yeah. I'm. I know I'm never gonna have a viral clip. A viral clip. I will never be a viral crip either. I will say that. A viral blood maybe. Um, no, but I'll never have. That would be. Oh, I wait. I might. I don't have. I don't have joints anymore. I can't do it, man. Uh, but if I, I'll never have a viral clip because I need to care about crowd work, and I just understand I don't care about other people, which is you know bad. <laughs> you know, I fundamentally don't care. It's like, oh yeah, what do you do? You're a chiropractor. It's like who gives a shit. It's my it's baby's time to tell stories. <laughs> it's, it's my time, and I'm a little child. And my voice is amplified, and I have a spotlight on me to do my little dance. Um, yeah, but yeah, think about Skittles. Why Skittles? Very interesting. Anyway, guys, bye. No, 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 don't go, don't go, John. Will you please just do your j- j- uh, molding young minds off the. Oh, do that, sure. uh, yeah, so I'm scared of school shooters uh, because I was, a, I was a substitute teacher. And uh, what's the greatest... Well, there's one good thing about school shooters, though, right? It's that, uh, you know, what, what better way to mold young minds than off of the back of a classroom wall, you know? Yes. Yeah, see? Here. I got all choked up. Yay! That's my favorite John Gallagher joke. Yay! What better way to mold young minds than off the back of a classroom wall? You're a genius. You're a genius. Someone tell Sophia from outside that she's up soon because she hasn't done that. Uh, your next comedian, clap your hands together for Derage. Yay! Yo, what's up? Thanks, John. Um, so, damn. Uh, yeah. This is cool. Three people in this room. Most of you guys are like, fuck, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here either. <laughs> but uh, no, I do. Uh, so uh, be- people are saying a lot of weird shit to me lately. Like uh, I was talking to this girl and she was like, you know what? You remind me a lot of someone. Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever been compared to a cartoon depressed donkey, but... Not, not a flattering comparison. Like, I always thought if I got compared to a fictional character, it'd be, like, someone cool. Like, maybe, like, Dave Patel in Slumdog Millionaire. There's not a lot of other cool Indian guys in fiction, but, like, like <laughs> you know. like But, like, I, like, fucking depressed donkey, dude. Depressed cartoon donkey. Like, a cartoon donkey isn't actually that bad, dude. Like, if I was, like, compared to Donkey from Shrek, that'd be kind of cool. Like, that guy goes on adventures. He has a cool friend group. Fucks dragons. Fucks dragons, dude. Like, that's, that would be cool, dude. Like, nah, I'm, I'm fucking Eeyore. Like, dude, why the, why the fuck was Eeyore on a children's show? Like, I, like, I'm, like, I never started, I, like, thought about that until now. Like, did they focus test that with kids? You know, like, Winnie the Pooh's just like, oh, ho, ho, I love honey. All the kids are all laughing. Then Eeyore's just like, I want to die. There's, like, one toddler smoking a cigarette. Like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew Mark would like that. But um let's see what else. Um it was my birthday. It was my birthday recently. I turned 27. Yeah. Thanks guys. Uh, I got a gift from one of my one of my boys. He gave me gave me cologne. Kind of Like at first I was like, "Oh, thanks, man. This is like some pretty nice cologne." But then I was like, "What what, what are you trying to say though?" Like Weird gift to give someone, dude. Like, it, like, I don't know, dude. I hope I feel like my next birthday, someone's gonna come up to me and like, hey, man, 
Uh, here's some dick enlargement pills. And a, a fucking coupon for some plastic surgery. This guy does some great work with, you know, if you're ever feeling insecure about your fucking ugly ass face. All right. Um, let's see what else how we can do. K Chang asked me to host one of his shows on Friday. What? A, what? A, yeah, that was cool. What? What a fucking idiot. Am I right, guys? <laughs> uh, oh, thanks, man. <laughs> uh, boo, indeed. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared, bro. I don't want to go in with that Eeyore energy. Everyone's like, dude, I want to, I want to kill myself now. Like, um, but um, yeah, dude. Hopefully, I, I have more of that donkey from Shrek energy. I'm gonna fuck my friend's lizard right before, <laughs> right before the show, dude. Like. And I know what you guys are thinking. You guys are like, hey, man, how are you going to fuck a lizard? Their vaginas aren't big enough. Well, you should have paid attention to my previous jokes. That's why I need dick enlargement pills. Yeah. Yeah, it all ties together. Did I get the fucking honk thing already? All right, there we go. <laughs> there we go. All right, um, I'll do something for this last minute. Um, so, uh... Hassan Minaj, people are mad, people are talking, people are discussing. Uh, all I'm going to say is like, uh, all my, all, everything you heard today was completely factual. Every single thing, like um, the dick enlargement pills, Eeyore, like, you, you missed a lot, Brian. You, mi you missed a lot. Like, if you, if you saw, like, the, the entire set, you'd be like, You'd be laughing so hard right now, but like I know it's context, it's it's hard. But uh, no, you guys are cool. Give it up for Pam, everybody. Dream Duraj, everyone, hooray! Thanks, Duraj. All right, I think she's opening the door right now. Put your hands together. We got two comedians left. She was on the punchline last night. She was the only woman, and she held the shit down for the ladies. Put your hands together for Sophia Garo. Flesh and blood needs flesh and blood. Hello. Hi. Um, okay. What are we doing? Um, all right. I was reading an article in the New York Times the other day. It said, Americans are lonelier than ever before. The next time you find yourself in unfulfilling chit-chat with someone new, try asking them when they last cried. I was like, this author is way lonelier than me. <laughs> I'm actually okay. I'm doing fine. What an unhinged thing to ask someone, right? Someone asked me that in conversation, I'd be like, I'll cry right fucking now, but ends this. We can be done. That's a crazy, and I'm supposed to like gain fulfillment from asking someone that. Like they're like, I cried last night because of the divorce. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. How long did you cry for? Oh, that's good. Okay. Um, I went to the Folsom Street Fair yesterday. Didn't you guys go? No. Okay. It it was a lot. Um, I was not emotionally prepared for that, to be honest. For what I saw, um, I won't be the same. But I was reading this article about it, and this guy wrote, uh, you know, because people bring their own like props and harnesses and like whatever. And this guy in this interview goes, "Yeah, well, I know that I like hitting people with hammers, so I brought my own hammer." I was like, maybe we should be kink shaming a little, you know, like 
maybe if your kink involves blunt force trauma, we could shame it a little bit, you know? I felt like I was the only one who thought that was kind of strange. Like somebody's gonna be walking around the fair like, personally, I like wearing leather harnesses made out of human flesh. Everyone's like, yes, queen. I'm like, is that fucking Ed Gein? Like, is anyone ever okay with this? Okay, great. I went to the I went to a new dermatologist recently because I found this growth on my scalp and I didn't know what it was. So I went to her and she looks at it and she was like, "Oh, that's just a regular mole and it's not new either. You've had it for a long time." I was like, "Who is this bitch to mansplain my own mole to me and then charge me $75?" That's crazy to just point out my own body part. That's like going to the doctor and they're like, "And these are your balls and you've had them ever since you stopped listening to Coldplay. <laughs> How long you've had them. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, so, okay, let's talk about, I got into the elevator the other day in my apartment and I walked in and there was a couple in there making out and they didn't notice that I had entered the elevator. And I didn't know if it was more awkward to like announce my presence or ignore, not say anything at all. So I decided that the best thing to do was the middle route. So I just started breathing heavy. That was my solution. <laughs> so then at some point they opened their eyes and realized that I was standing there, but now it's just a couple making out and someone standing two feet away from them breathing heavily in a closed space. So I didn't know how to make it less weird. So I said, at least one of us is getting oxygen. They didn't like that. <laughs> they didn't like that. So we had to wait until the doors opened, which felt like forever. And I didn't know how to handle it at that point. So I just leaned, I felt like I was in too deep. So I just kept breathing heavy. I just kept doing it, which made it seem like I was like still flustered from them making out before. Okay, we're working on it. That's fresh. Um, and I, okay. We're just gonna end there. Thank you so much for letting me talk at you. Yay, Sophia Garrow, yay. Don't go, I'm the last comedian. Wait for me, Daraj. Come on, wait for me. Come on, Daraj. I'm your last comedian. I have some comments on Sophia's set. One, if you're going to get blunt force trauma, you need to get it from Mark's Mission Cannabis Club show. That's the only place they get blunt force, tra blunt force trauma. You fucking, Lauren passed out there once. <laughs> she got blunt force trauma. She's gotten that at Bar Dolores too. I was like, fuck, what are we doing with this weed? Second comment on your set, where do you cry alone in the dark? Yeah, I do it on the bus. I like to do it on the bus because it's like public but private at the same time. Like no one's going to fuck with me, but I still get to cry in public and people know something is desperately wrong. <laughs> there, is a, there are problems here. I was propositioned for sex on the street today. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a guy walked up to me on Geary Street and he said, are you working? And I was like, it's 11 a.m. 
and also, not that I have anything against sex workers. They're amazing. And I think they provide a very important, I think we should legalize it. I think they're important, et cetera. But I am not a sex worker. And the only regret I have about the interaction is I didn't ask how much I was worth. Uh, does anybody, how much would you pay for me on the street? Anyone? A little crowd work. No, I'd like to know. I really feel like, what am I worth? Am I a 20 buck bitch? Or am I like, he's like, a thousand dollars. Like, what am I? All right, I get it today. This outfit is special, but I feel like I give off like more high school art teacher that you want to fuck vibes. <laughs> Either way, it's free. I couldn't charge anybody. How much would it? None of you will tell me what I'm worth. Anyone? A number? Four, five guys in this room. None of you, you're all too much, you're too cowardly to tell me how I'm, how much am I worth for a BJ, assholes? Give me a number. No, I'm serious. I want to know what I'm worth and I need to ask a bunch of guys in a room because I don't have any idea. Women will never tell you what you're worth. They're discussing it right now. How much? How much for this fucking mouth? Anything? They're, they're like, she doesn't book any shows, so we're never going to let her suck our dicks. Doesn't, like, do you book shows? Can I suck your dick to get on a show? And nobody in this room books shows, so I'm not sucking anyone's dick. Does anyone, know, do you, who need, how much? Three, oh my God. Is it that easy? I've never been on a date. Can I tell you, I was married, but my ex-husband never took me out either because I'm a socialist. I know, it's really rough. I've really never been on like a real date. All right, thanks, I know. Men don't ever buy me anything because I can do everything by myself because I'm an independent fucking feminist. I don't need you for any money. I actually am divorced and I didn't take any palimony, alimony, nothing from my ex-husband because I'm fucking stupid. Like, I'm so dumb. We owned a house together and I was like, you can keep the house. I'm in my 30s and I have really strong integrity. Ha! No, I know. You're getting married. You're going to get your first STD, sexually transmitted debt. How much money does she fucking owe? I didn't know until 30000 I didn't know until three years into my first marriage that my ex-husband owed $15,000 in credit card debt. You what? Our marriage is based on truth and honesty? No. I got an STD. I got sexually transmitted debt, assholes. Or you young people are so progressive, you call them STIs. Sexually transmitted income. That's what your wife is getting, isn't she? Lucky her! With your sparks fucking thing, you fucking Reno weirdo, and you're the rich guy in this relationship, and I'm jealous of her. No, I don't know what's going on. She's your, she's your, your fiance is touching your toes. No one touches my anything. Do you understand how soft a cat's paw is? You have no idea. Sometimes my cat puts his paw on my lower back when I'm masturbating so I can feel loved. And then right before I'm gonna come, he puts out his claws. <clears throat> Just so I know who's boss. Okay, that's, I did, those weren't the four minutes I meant to do, but that's what happened. So we can all, everyone can go where they need to go to be popular in your lives. 
No, it's fine. You're all fine. You're wonderful. You're getting married. Good for you. Oh, no, no one loves me, John. You have someone who loves you. Yeah. You're a weird, bald, bearded ass. You probably have more. Like, I think that you probably have as much hair on your ass as I do on my fucking crotch. Like, it's like a, I've got a kitten in a headlock in the front and you've got it in the back. Like, we can pet whatever hair we want together. Not us two, but you and your wife, soon to be wife. No one. No one. <laughs> I'm suffocating on my own fucking cum, dude. That's all I get is this viscous shit in my mouth from smoking cigarettes. I could spit it on something, but there isn't anything to spit it on! I know. I'm so lonely, and there's a child crying outside. Fuck your children! Right? Are you going to have kids, John? Are you going to have kids, Sophia? Okay. You're in the same boat as him. Who made kids? Brian? Uh, Duraj? You're going to have kids. Lauren? <laughs> I'm not even going to ask Mark Neuer because we know the answer to that. He's already pregnant. He's got five food babies. He's got five food babies from fucking Jack in the Box in his tummy right now. He's going to birth five egg rolls. It's going to be beautiful. And I will not eat them, but I'm sure he will find a nice woman who will. All right, there's or man or dog. I don't know what you're into, man. Whatever, they all have tongues. Everyone have fun tonight. Thanks for letting me hold you hostage. Bye. As a rider floated on by him, he heard one call his name. If you want to save your soul from hell riding on our range Then cowboy change your ways If they are with us you will ride Trying to catch the devil's herd Across the skies Are you tired skies. of swimming through a sea of hard cash? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well gather around me sea dogs And get aboard me pirate ship As we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm from there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Patrick O. Namaste. Every Monday at 6 p.m., it's Joke Workshop, streaming live on mutinyradio.fm. Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic in the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene. This all-ages open mic invites comedy Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing 2 to $5 at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio studio and gallery performance space, 2781 21st Street, 
at Florida Street in the deep, deep, deep mission every Monday at 6 p.m. Does my ponytail look cool? Thank you. Namaste. Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mind. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. Hey, kids. It's your pal, Spiderman. <laughs> Sorry, Spiderman. Mortimer Spiderman. When I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the Rhino, I'm headed down to Mutiny Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some schlemiels doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck and donate 2 to $5 on... Hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses. The print's too small. Hold on. Venmo? That's not real. What is that, Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown it on. It's nap time. Weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city. Join your friends from Mutiny Radio every Thursday at 8 p.m. at the Bar on Dolores at 29th and Dolores. Starting after any very important sports game that might happen to be on, you're guaranteed a night of laughter for free. And when paired with the drink specials and the nicest bartender in San Francisco, it'll become a Thursday ritual. Show up to go out for comics, and please reserve your free tickets on Eventbrite so we know you're coming to laugh. Comedy is the cheapest. Happy hour, the most free two hours of hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming live. <laughs> 2781 21st Street. Come down. Be in the audience. Dog friendly. Dog friendly. We are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog friendly. Ooh, a dog party. Ain't no party like a dog party. <laughs> dog party at Mutiny Radio. Every Friday, dog party at Mutiny Radio. Happy hour. <laughs> 2781 21st Street. Happy hour. Mutiny Radio. FM. Here in SF. Calling all crusties, punks, and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement. Pack up your pins and patches and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Vest Fest returns this Saturday only at the SeaTac Expo Center. Whether you're a leather lover or just a denim demon, if you're looking to dress to impress for less, do not stress. You'll find all the best in pre-distressed vests right here at the Pacific Northwest Vest Fest. With over 40 vendors selling countless crossover styles, you'll find the perfect thing for your scene. Metal, thrash, Walmart, high-vis, and everything in between. All in one place. One day only. Unless it's a jacket. If you need a jacket, take your square ass somewhere else. Never pay for fabric you don't need and ditch the sleeves, but save the rest for the Pacific Northwest Fest Fest this Saturday only at SeaTac. Bring a can of PBR, get it half price. Daddy, Daddy, what are we going to do today? At 2 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon? Oh, over there at the parklet in front of Atlas Cafe for tea time. 
That's titans of comedy. Apparently, they've got great sandwiches, cafe drinks, and even some of my favorite beverages, like beer, wine, and sangria. All the things I drink to forget your mother. My new Uncle Blake says you smell like a brewery. What did I say about interrupting me? Anywho, right here on 20th and Alabama in the Deep Mission, paired with tasty comedy from Bay Area's favorite comics. For free! Every Saturday, or at least the two Saturdays a month that the court mandates I have to see you. It's sunshine, and even in the drizzle, but not too much. Hey, Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come? I really don't. Anywho. You take it with the freezers. Reservations on Eventbrite. Fucking. LSD fap. Acid and fapping, fapping and acid. Acid fapping, fapping and acid. Fap, 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 acid. Thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco. I was just leaving the theater. <laughs> 1969 gold Cadillac with a white interior. Oh. Up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around in and on the freeway, and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big splits and cruising. Saturday, noon to two. On the freeway. Good feeling. I am I have a report here, Henry, from your, uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Captain Curls up in the head. Mutiny Radio Festival, Ahoy! Ah, very good. Ah, very good, Legless Joe. I'm surprised you can see from the crow's nest with no legs. It's to get ready! Crew, the festival is upon us! Woo. Scurvy Steve, how many comics? Over a hundred comics. You're looking good, Scurvy Steve. Glad the scurvy hasn't taken you. Aye, aye, Captain. You, no liver Mary, how many venues? We've got nine venues, sir! And you, boy, what's your name? Very good. And finally, Eleven Fingers Sally. What about the tickets? You can find all of your tickets on Eventbrite, sir. Check out www.mutinyradio.fm. What is that? I don't know what a website is. I'm a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> but f- quick to the festival. All sails ahead. Arr. Pirate Come noises.
and Britt and Liza, Jacqueline, Kate and Farah, Meg and Roddy, John Travolta, Governor Brown and Linda, Interview and People Magazine, Miss Rona and the Queen. It must be really frightful to attract publicity. I do the wrong myself. Sadat, Brezhnev, Teng, and Castro Every day negotiate us closer to disaster Iti Amin and the Shah and Al-Fatah is quite blah I could never get the hang of ideology
Get a wash right away. 
high school sweethearts. Love was so brand new. We took the vows of man and wife forever. Life. I remember how we made our way. A little patience, the times we prayed. Can't imagine that this love is through. Feeling the pain, girl, when you lose. Oh, it's too hot, too hot, lady. Gotta run for shelter, gotta run for shade. What a mess we made so long ago You were my love, oh my love So I waited with high hopes And she walked in the place I knew a smile in an instant said, oh, it's you. Then we laughed for a moment, and I said, I never knew that you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain and the feel of the ocean and the taste of champagne.
Let's make love tonight Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up Cause you do it right
Just you girl.